Y'all, 2003 ended wildly for me. And because of that, God gave me something to share with every person who will listen. So stay tuned. to season with salt the podcast but you already know that i want to thank you for uh tapping in uh, to hear what i have to say uh, and i'm thankful for the fact that so many of you listened to the podcast in 2023 and for that i'm grateful and because i know you're listening i said let me make another episode so and another year i think this is my sixth year uh, so for that, I am grateful and, um, <sighs> that is, uh, that sigh is both a sigh of relief, but also, um, you know how, like when you are in a season of life that is unexplainable, but you're also experiencing the peace of God at the same time. Well, okay, if you don't know what that feels like, I'm going to pray that you have that experience because I know that God is in control, but I also know what is really happening in my world. Uh, and I'm just, um, first of all, I'm grateful for the opportunity to be transparent because in the systems that I have come from, transparency hasn't been honored, particularly when you're going through seasons of difficulty. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that God has given me the freedom to be transparent amidst um, difficult times in my life. Um, and I'm encouraged, all right? Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about in this episode about some of the experiences that I had during 2023, but more so um, some of the lessons that I think that God wanted me to see and grow and learn from and i don't even know what i'm going to call this episode because we'll see what pans out <laughs> but <coughs> excuse me i won't be editing that out that call this is transparency episode 2000 all right so okay so in 2023 2003 23 i watched um a few people in my life, colleagues, friends, people in ministry, um, who I really have respected, you know, particularly grown respect or, you know, respected through 2023. And I have noticed that all of them, literally all of them have something in common that also represents an area of opportunity for me for whatever reason i do not know why but for whatever reason when god was wiring me he decided that i would be the kind of person who cares just a little bit longer than the average person 
um, and a little bit more deeply than perhaps I should. I don't know what it is. I have always been the person that is generally the last one to care <laughs> about something. And I'm the type of person that I will rewind something in my, literally this year, I realized that when I'm worried about something, I can spin in a dream about it, like trying to figure it out. It's almost like it won't let me sleep, but I'm in a disposition of sleep, like rehearsing what I'm going to do, what somebody's going to say. Like I'll dream up all these things that need to be said or that need to be done. I just don't, it's just the way that I'm wired. I'm working on some of it, but I realize that what I'm working on is actually not to be this way because I feel like I'm wired this way in a sense. I feel like some of the reason, the reason why I'm in ministry is because I tend to have a different posture when it comes to care. But it is also, there's an unhealthy side of that. And, the, and, and people in my life, have helped me to realize that this year. Like, I'm the one who stays to fix a problem ev that even other people have determined is unfixable. Like, other people will have on, and I'll be holding on to figure out things that are really impossible. Like, I'm the person who is afraid to hurt people's feelings, so I'll come a little earlier or I'll stay a little later, even though there is not always alignment with my personality. Um, I'm the type of person who, um, you know, just doesn't always consider the reality of my own feelings or my own trajectory and make sacrifices because I think it's the right thing to do like even when it's not always the right thing to do, right? I'm being fully transparent. And 2003 taught me that holding on and, 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 and staying longer and hoping things and people will change and wanting to be the hero doesn't really always pay off. And 2003 had to be, I had to wait until I was 43 years old to figure that out, unfortunately, um, because there are clearly other people who have figured that out at an earlier age. Um, and I just, 2023 was just the year that God wanted me to realize that. Um, and I learned that, you know, some of the systems that I'm a part of, and I'm saying I because I'm being transparent, but hopefully you can see yourself or your own experiences through my transparency. But I realized that some of the systems that I'm a part of have benefited from the fact that they know that this is my personality type. Like I will try to save systems even when the people who are a part of those systems don't really care about me as much as they care about my ability to save the system right um and in my reflection like i'm reflecting i'm thinking about like who um are like the people who have stood up the tallest in my life and they don't have to be like close friends and the, um one of them is, a, is 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 a colleague that said i'm going to draw the line on this date or like that. I'm thinking, I'm reflecting on the people who have stood up as tall in, in, in the year uh, for me. And all of them, like I said, have this strong ability to create boundaries that like 10 years ago, I probably would have frowned upon. Like, you're not, you know, tenacious. Like, you don't care. Like, I would have 
aligned their decision making with all of these false ideas because the way that I, you know, have interpreted like tenacity is like you got to stick it out, you got to stay there. Like, I don't know why I'm like that. I just do not know why I'm like that. But the other thing that I do know, like in my reflection, that that gives me little to no regret about the space and the place that I am in life is that I know that God allows me to have a lot of these experiences for the benefit of other people. And that is even manifested in the fact that you are listening to my podcast right now. And I'm telling you transparently about the issue that I have with not letting go of things, right? Even when it is a detriment to my health, to my well-being. Now, there was a one time when I could see the writing on the wall and I was I was flirting with how to trust God and just release completely. And the Lord spoke to me. I laid in the bed one night and I woke up and the Bible was like right next to me and I read something and it was all that I needed to like trust God and let go. And I remember that so succinctly because like it's a point in my relationship with God and I had it all clearly like my faith had to develop over time, but like it was that point where I was blinding, blindly, if you will, trusting God to help me through something that I didn't know what was on the other side of my decision, but I knew that whatever it was, I had to trust God. Now, time has come and gone, and I realize that I might be at some of those spaces, some of those uh, <clears throat> some of those spaces in time in my life as well. So I start reflecting on the people in my life that have stood up the tallest and what it is that they have done or said, um, the decisions that they have made, how they have influenced me, and what lessons I have learned as a result of both my experiences and the decisions that people who have been influential in my life. And it really comes down to four crazy wild things. I want to share what those four things are as a result of my experience. And the first is like, if you are a person that needs to feel needed, like you need to check that. And it's not like people should need you, like everybody to a certain extent you want to be needed, right? But I think if you have this deep desire to feel needed in the sense that sometimes you come back to situations just so that because people express that they need you even though you know they're not healthy situations, like you gotta like check that part of you that is so in need of being needed that you would sacrifice your peace, your joy for it. Like, it will drive you down a very painful path and you will come up empty handed because people will use you for what your area of weakness is. And I want to tell you, as a result of what I have learned this year, that you've got to check where that comes from. You've got to consider ways that you can thoughtfully contribute to stuff without being victimized or used by people who really don't care about you anyway. And some people care about you as a person, but they don't know how to care about your whole, because that's your job. You are responsible for completely caring for yourself. And only you know what that is like. And sometimes I think we hope that other people will 
carry us and care about us more than we care for ourselves because we're putting ourselves on the line for other people and it don't it, it just doesn't work like that so check that need to be needed i think the second thing is ask god for the wisdom to know when you need to be done when you need to let go when you need to hang in hang it up like ask god to show you like when enough is enough don't extend things when you know inside of you that it's time to call it quits don't let people make you feel bad for moving on when you know it's time to move on and this is not we're not talking about quitting in that sort of negative sense we're not talking about quitting prematurely we're talking about when you know in your gut that it's time to move on you got to just move on no matter who needs you like one of my friends that i'm very grateful for hopefully she listens to this she will know exactly um, who i am talking about she is a person who in the situation of the system that we were both a part of we that system needed her but more importantly we didn't need her to be a part of that system in order to rely on her strength and so she continued to be that strength for us outside of the system and you can be that strength for some for a system without being a victim of it right so that's too ask god for wisdom when is done when is enough enough lord i think the third thing is realizing that leaving can be a gift to you and a gift to somebody else who comes after you like you might be tying up an opportunity or a responsibility that somebody else might be able to grow from and learn more or do something differently i'm not one of those people that like gives up something and then like wants to manage the person who comes behind me like they'll have their own ideas they have their own experiences they have their own innovation like let them go like you don't have to worry about leaving people high and dry because anybody that is any system rather that is in a high and dry position they will do whatever it takes to get out of that situation for the purposes of advancing whatever that system is trying to advance so that leads me to number four which is quite simple they will be fine and you will be better they will be fine and you will be better and if you need to be needed in a positive and constructive way you will find that somewhere else in a system that honors what you bring and who you are or you may not find a system that honors who you are and what you bring, but you will learn to be that for yourself so that you don't depend on other people and other systems to be that for you. And I think that that's the critical lesson that 2015, or no, that's, that was a long time ago, 2023 really taught me and that I wrestle with and that I'm working to release myself from when I could have released myself from something and I didn't, right? For the wrong reason, right? But I also believe in the providence 
of God. I believe in his timing. I believe in his sovereignty. I believe that sometimes we make a decision for ourselves that seems daunting and bad and negative, but it's a part of God's complete and total plan for our lives. And we have to tap into that instead of regret. I know that that might be number five, right? I didn't write that down. That's not in my notes. But like, you got to believe that every experience that you have in your life, good, bad, ugly, or indifferent, God is a part of that ultimate experience because he's drawing you nearer and nearer and nearer and nearer to your presence. Some chapters of your life story won't be flower blossoms and lilies and and skipping through a grassy field. Some of them will be difficult. They all contribute to the narrative that is your life. And you got to be okay with that. You also have to remember that what you experienced in the past, like, and God brought you through, gave you the courage, gave you the strength, gave you the everything, whatever it is that you needed to get through that season. If he has done it before for you, he will do it again for you. And you will have difficult. You will have highs and lows. You will have peaks and valleys. But you have to bring your, the, you have to remember what God did to build your strength in previous seasons. I just, I, I believe that because I've had situations where it seems so daunting that it was just like, how am I ever going to rebound from this? And in the moment, in the space, it didn't feel impossible. But what I had realized the other day is in all of the difficult situations that I've had, whether this say professionally, in all the difficult professional um, experiences that I have had, God has never allowed me to take a backward step. I have always promoted. I have always progressed. I have always landed on my feet. And that's what God wants us to remember. Like you, you might not be, you might be floating now. But ultimately, you will land on your feet if you have the right perspective, if you have the right attitude, if you learn how to trust God. And so that's, that's I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to remember or, or reflect even on my own saying this. I, I was thinking about this the other day that um, my, um, sometimes my, as a preacher, um, I can hear my own voice, right? And it won't sound like me or reflect my true experience because God is sometimes speaking through me to me, right? Like speaking through me to me, right? So that I can internalize what he wants me to know as I am sharing with other people. And that's something that I have worked on because it's like, you know, I know that we live in a world where everybody's talking about authenticity, but I have availed myself to be a vessel for God to hear from him so that I can share with other people. And it comes at a price, right? But it also is a gift when you can hear God speaking through you and to you, and then you yield to what it is that he's saying. So this is, this is, this is, this is for you. And 
um, I was thinking about this um, experience that David had when his enemy came and destroyed his entire life, essentially burned everything that David had to the ground, like stole his wife and kids. I mean, it was just terrible for David. And David asked God what to do. And God said, pursue, go back and get your stuff. And David began to pursue. And along the way, he lost some people and he lost some things, but he kept going. And the the secret, what God used to give David victory was a little Egyptian boy in the field who had been left by his enemy along the way because that little Egyptian boy had got sick and could no longer go on. David nurses that little boy back to health. And that little boy is the way that he finds his path to victory. And I said this on Sunday, a couple of last Sunday when I ministered at my church, I believe that in the season that I'm in, that I'm that little Egyptian, that that wounded, malnourished little Egyptian kid that God is using to show somebody the other path to victory. And in the process, God revived that little Egyptian boy and, and set him on a path to victory. So I'm just yielding to God's command. And I'm, I'm encouraging you to do that. Don't let what you are experiencing in life push you into a place where you are not valuable to the people who really love and care for you. I'm done. Father, bless those who have heard what I've had to say. Cause it to be nourishment to their mind, to their heart, to their body, their soul. Redirect them, Father God. Help them to realize, God, that you have created them and that they're fearfully and wonderfully made and that, God, they can better take care of themselves in you. In Jesus' name, amen.